Welcome to Treasure Valley Podcast. I'm Chuck. Today's episode is brought to you by Lower Gentry Studios. Lower Gentry Studios creates thought-provoking stories with integrity. We also enjoy the process because we're all going to die in the end anyways. You can check out Lower Gentry Studios' latest creation, Canyon County, online right now on YouTube. Nine episodes long, about 10 minutes apiece. We think you will enjoy it as much as you enjoy this podcast and other things that you might enjoy, including breakfast, because breakfast is always very exciting, as well as most meals. All right, you're falling off a cliff. Why is today special, Chuck? Uh, Today is, it's not special. Today's a sad day. Why? Ross Perot died. Ross Perot's dead? Yeah. Do you remember who Ross Perot was? Yes, he was the third party candidate for the Constitutionalist Party or the Reform Party. I can't remember. Um... Uh, did he have a party affiliation? Or was he just an independent? He was a billionaire from Texas. Mm-hmm. He and was he was a- the last viable third party that we've had in the presidential election. It was in 1992. Yes. And the reason that he was viable was because the um, debates at that time were run by the League of Women Voters, right? And then so basic, yeah, yeah, like, like one of these. <laughs> Woo! One of these, a bunch of these things Zoe got just, together. Zoe just <laughs> shoved her fist in the air. In a sign oh yeah, those of, of you who are, are, authority are listening to this, yeah. that are listening and can't see the video. Yes, yeah, so always here. Also, Elliot. I'm Elliot. We did. We, we you know what we don't do anymore is we don't do introductions. Yeah, we, we haven't I introduced, introduced ourselves. myself because I do the introduction, and mm-hmm. that's really all I'm concerned about. Yeah. But anyway, so Ross Perot was um, he was a third party candidate, and then the League of Women Voters ran the debates at the time. So basically, he was able to get on the first debate, and then he started polling higher and higher, harder, higher. I think he got 18 to 20 percent. Yeah, he was just under. I think it was 19. Yeah, I think it was right exactly in between those two figures you gave, so that was an excellent yeah. estimate. I should have probably looked up these facts before talking about that. Really, uh, you're way, just spitballing? I'm just spitballing. Mm-hmm. And then, anyway, so the uh, the league of, but then after that, the Republicans and Democrats got really, really super pissed off, and then they said, "Let's make sure this never happens again." So they took over from the League of Women Voters. They took over the presidential debates, and they formed a commission called the Commission for Presidential Debates, and then they raised the. Um, the 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 polling stats that you need to ha- to have in order to get on the debate, so it makes it nearly impossible for third parties to get on, and which is why you didn't see Ralph Nader in 2000 on the debates. Yes, mm. where he would have been on in 1992. So way to go, Republicans, Republicans and Democrats, to make our society less democratic. Woo. Yes. So today is the death of democracy symbolically because it actually died with Ross Pro earlier. Yes, exactly. In That's 1992, true. actually right after 1992. I'm yeah. going to pour one out for that. The pour loss one out for of democracy, democracy and then I'm going to get another beer at 2C Family Brewery later and I'm going to pour out one of actually no, I'm going to drink it, but symbolically. Symbolically maybe I'll just like spill a little bit for Ross Pro. Yes. Yeah. All right. Are, right. Uh, are we ready for some t- uh, Treasure Valley events? Let's talk yes. about what's going on. Yes. All right, what's up? So, Friday <gasps> is free. It's a weekend. Is free Friday, F R Y D A Y. Where? At Where? Um, at Simplot's ah. uh, evil headquarters downtown Boise. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, they're going to be giving away free fries. Sweet. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I like free fries. I'll eat them. Hey, you know they supply McDonald's with all their fries, so they're damn good. Yes. They Not good are, for you, but they're good. No, they're tasty. Plus, they're free. I mean, I don't know what type of moral compromise you need to make to eat Simplot's fries, but... Yeah, they're also going to be frying two-headed fish down there. 
they're going to show you that selenium in the water supply is okay. delicious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Regardless of the health value, just like French fries, selenium yeah. in the water supply can be tasty too. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Perfect. I was looking in, I was looking into Simplot because I thought, uh, you know, obviously he's a, he's a billionaire entrepreneur um, and he has a very interesting history. Not yeah. only did he take the potato industry um, by the horns, right. but he uh, also was involved in the New York uh, Mercantile Exchange in the 70s. He was gaming the system. So there's this famous potato war that happened between Simplot in Idaho and then Maine, which was the other main source of potatoes in the 60s and 70s. And it you know, probably still is today. But they started selling potato futures on the on the stock exchange on the mercantile exchange mm-hmm. and so what simplot did was he bought uh, a bunch he shorted the stock which means that he he sold a uh, stock in the intention to buy it back later um at a profit oh, gotcha. so he he bought it and he was trying to basically drop the price of the potato futures by flooding the market so what he did was that when they found out that uh, the potatoes were going to be the futures were going to be selling high because there was uh, a limited supply um, in Maine, he went into his his stockpiles and started shipping via train all of these potatoes to New England and just dumping them off at the markets to be bought. <laughs> Dang. So right. Jarrison Plot was an evil badass. Cold. Yeah. Just a badass. Yeah. yeah. So he was he was on top of his, his stocking. He's like a Daniel Plainview type dude. There just we like go. whatever gets me the next dollar. Yep. Drainage. Yep. I drink your milkshake. <laughs> yep. And he also he also invented forty percent or he owned forty percent of Micron in like the eighties. Like he helped create that company. Oh wow! Damn. Yeah. He's Smart also an man. atheist. Is he? Yeah, he was. He's what? dead now. Yeah. He's dead now. Oh, so, he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. He's so been he's, dead for a long time. And he's time. nowhere. He's in purgatory. Well, no. well, he's just. Dead. Do you go to hell if you're an atheist? How does what's the rules on that? No, you're just know. nothing. We'll have to ask That's any religious people. Put it in the comments of the yeah, YouTube video or online. Yeah, what happens after you die if you're an atheist? Probably, I would imagine you go to hell. No, I think nothing. You just die. Just darkness. No, you go to you go to hell. I mean, if I was raised in Catholic school. They say, yeah, you go straight to hell oh, if you don't okay. believe in God. Well, yeah. yeah. I thought, but I thought you had to be baptized or something. Oh yeah, I don't know. So it depends upon. You have if to you be get... baptized to go to hell. No, to go to heaven, uh, to go to purgatory, t- you have to be unbaptized. Excuse me. I'm so, very confused so if right you, now. If you're a good person, yeah, we were taught in Catholic school. If you're a good person. You could go to purgatory, and then the Catholic Church will pray for you or whatever, and then eventually you'll climb purgatory and get into heaven, or you'll sink down and go into hell. But if you're baptized, then you're already there unless you really fuck up. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Mm -hmm. There is this awesome painting. It's called the Anastasis, excuse me, and it's of Jesus lifting Adam and Eve and all of these people out of purgatory. And in our art history class, we nicknamed it Superhero Jesus because he's like... Yeah, he was pretty super. As far as that's concerned. I mean, he was like handing out bottomless shrimp or whatever. Yeah. That's a Bill Burr line. I, still, I, still. <laughs> Sorry, like, I don't Burr. know. <laughs> All you can eat seafood buffet. Yeah, exactly. Water <laughs> into <laughs> wine. Water and... into wine. He was, <laughs> doing, he was doing lots of fun stuff. Anyway, yeah. So J.R. Simplot's dead. Yeah. And well, like he's been everybody, dead for a long time. Yeah. Like, and like can... everybody who dies, nothing happens. It's just like before you were born. But <laughs> you can still get some free fries on Friday. So, woo. Yeah. What, is there anything else going on this weekend or no? Um, not anything of, uh, well, there probably is some very important things. Um, but if you, you should look them up, I yeah, if if 
we missed you. We apologize. You didn't do a very good job of marketing it on Facebook. Or Charles did a poor job of researching. One of those two. It could be a combination. All right. You guys ready for the word of the day? Let's do it. All right. Word of the day. Word of the day. Word of the day. Word of the day. We've got the word of the day. What will we say? The word of the day. You will learn something today. And here it comes. The word of the day. Insouciance. Word of the day. Word of the day. Word of the day. Word of the day. That was the word of the day. What did we say? I'm not going to repeat it. That's why every Tuesday we tune in to hear the word of the day. Wow, that was a good word. I don't really care what it means, though. So I'm glad that you didn't share the definition. Never do. That was the word of the day, that segment. That's my favorite segment of this entire show because we just sit here. That's, That's great. That is a good one. All right. We ready for problem solution? Yeah. Let's let's talk about some problems. You've got problems. I've got problems. We've got problems. Here's the answer. All right. What is it? The mayor of Caldwell is being demanded, is receiving demands from PETA to change the name of Chicken Dinner Road to something that isn't so derogatory towards animals. Makes sense. Mm. It is a problem. Mm-hmm. First of all, because I don't think the mayor of Caldwell has jurisdiction over Chicken Dinner Road. He yeah, he didn't not. mention that on, no, he was he on Fox not. and Friends, and we just watched the, 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 the Fox and Friends. And if you want to see it, you should Google it and look it up on YouTube because I've never seen a so uncomfortable anchor, news anchor, while the mayor of Caldwell yeah, will not shut the fuck up about the history of Chicken Dinner Road. Yeah, it was a really long, <laughs> he went into this really long history. It was so great. And then yeah, the, It was the like Fox, four minutes long, sp- and then it's split screen, and the Fox dude, dude is just like, yeah, yeah, and then he keeps on trying to interrupt, and he's like, and then the woman came down and she said, I'm gonna make this Chicken Dinner Road. <laughs> and she made the most delicious <laughs> chicken in all the land. So, yeah, I mean, it's good, it's good to rep Idaho and how fucking podunk it is here sometimes <laughs> to just have somebody accurate. on national TV just embarrassing the living piss out of himself about <laughs> a, the name of a road. And if you go and see that road, it's just like this piece of shit road. That's yeah, no big next deal. Next to the interstate. So, mm-hmm. you know, one of my hobbies, actually, when things like this pop up on my Facebook feed is instead of reading the article, I read the comments on the article because what people in Idaho have to say about what's happening in Idaho is very interesting. Do you mind if I share some of Please these comments? Please do. Yeah. All right. So Amber from the Treasure Valley says, chicken dinner could just as easily refer to dinner for chicken's Ooh. Duh. Ooh. Touche. Take that, PETA. <laughs> and uh, Chris says, let's build a wall to keep PETA out. Make Idaho great again. Hmm. Okay. That sounds familiar, like it's yeah. somebody else's slogan. I don't, I don't know. know. Ringing a bell, but I don't know. Got slogans? <laughs> this is my favorite one. This is my favorite. <laughs> Jamie. Dead silence. <laughs> Just dead silence. That's okay. We can insert laughter after that in post-production. <laughs> is, is that, that should be our new thing. Okay. Just we have a laugh silence. track all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, but I don't want to do all the post-editing, so I'll just go, <laughs> like that. Okay. Make sure you stand off camera in case they're watching on YouTube. Oh, shit. All right. I'm keeping going. All right. Okay. Sorry. Jamie says, I've never thought about being a cannibal, but if I ever did, I think I would eat, I would be a pedatarian. I would only eat PETA members, she clarifies. Uh, people really hate PETA. Yeah. yeah. No, it's... this one's my favorite. This one, well, they're they're all great. 
Barry says, PETA has a right, comma, all caps now. But I have a right to stop you. Numbers on my side name stays, snowflakes. He's very passionate about the name of this road. It's, just, it's admirable. And lastly, Frank says, PETA needs to get over themselves. Are they going to start complaining about our catchphrases next? Ooh. Oh, and Snap. I looked up on PETA.org. And that's exactly what they're doing. But it's not really our catchphrases. It's our idiomatic expressions. So basically, their big thing is against animal cruelty. And like the way that we've eliminated the N-word or homophobic language or racist language out of our lexicon, they're trying to eliminate anything that references animal cruelty or doesn't refer to animals in their full like humanity. It's really weird. It's like they're really, they really personify animals. It's really crazy. It's like Animal House just up in PETA's house. Minus the communism. <laughs> it's Animal Farm. Dang animal it. House is, <laughs> animal Dang House it. is about the dorm. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> animal House was an awesome movie. I never okay. seen I wonder, it. Pete, I wonder how PETA stands on Animal House. I don't know. Are Damn. you saying that those people, those 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 frat boys weren't, is it about frat boys? I've never yeah, seen it. Yeah, I think, so. I, think has, so. I think that one's There's got John Belushi There's a toga party. Jim Belushi. Or no, Jim. No, John. John the good Belushi. One. Yeah. The good one. Yeah. yeah, the funny one. The, the dead one. Yeah, he passed away. And we don't want to say anything mean about dead people on this podcast, so let's not talk about John Belushi. No. <laughs> <laughs> what did you hear? Or what is, okay, so what are Peter's recommended uh, So yeah, for a lot of these phrases. idiomatic expressions, right, they have they, they have what you should say, you should say in replacement, you know, to make sure you don't offend Animals. Animals. Okay. So one of them, I took, I picked my top three. The first one is kill two birds with one stone. I say that a lot, right? And then they say you should say feed two birds with one scone. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. And then there's. As long as it's not fried in animal fat. <gasps> Peanut oil scone. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Scones are baked. Are they? Yeah. You're thinking of. Fried. No, you're thinking of oh, Indian bagels. fry bread. No, uh, I thought bagels are fried. Well, okay. they are as well. Bagels okay. are fried too. Yeah. I work in a kitchen. I know what I'm talking about. Scones are baked. Unless there's a different way to make them. I have no idea. Yeah, you, you don't even work in a kitchen. You work in a dining room. Yeah, I, I don't cook anything ever for the record. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you read the recipe, it's okay. But I, right. I think I know. <laughs> All right. Next one was be the guinea pig. So you don't want to say that. You want to say be the test tube. What? Oh, and then, <laughs> oh animal testing. Yeah, okay, yeah you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't even want to reference it. You don't want to reference guinea pigs at all. All right. All right next I get is it. bigger fish to fry. Bigger fish to free. Oh, that Ooh. one hit the fields. I know that one. That one really hit the fields. Free the fish, tear down the dams. Mm-hmm. I'm in favor of all that stuff. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Truth. Peta gets a lot of bad press, but I think we need to understand that animals are people too. <laughs> and so I think that um, I'm going to be starting a petition to give animals the right to vote. And then that way they can give their opinions on what's happening in not Caldwell, but near Caldwell with Chicken Dinner Road and other politically so, relevant areas. So how's that going to work? Are we going to teach them to be literate or is it going to be like cluck yes for once, cluck twice for no? I think that we can just vary it based on the animal. What? Fair. And then we'll let PETA interpret what that animal means when they want to vote. We can just get PETA representatives in every jurisdiction, and then everybody can bring their pets, and the PETA representative can then interpret what that animal wants to vote for. I think they're pretty much trustworthy in most fronts anyway. Sounds like it. Mm -hmm. Mm. And they have everybody's best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. Wait, so do we have a solution? Yeah, give Those... animals the right to vote. Yeah. I think... Oh, that's your solution? I think that I think we just need to let them in on the election. 
process I in this we, country. I That's what we, makes this country great is, is that we don't exclude any, anyone. Yeah. yeah. Freedom for people, freedom for animals. For sure. You know? There I we think, go. I think so. But can will they be allowed to vote themselves into enslavement? I wonder if that would be a possibility. Well, yeah, because yeah. we can't vote ourselves into enslavement. Oh, no. we can't? No. Are you sure? No, I can't just say I'm What is capitalism then? Oh. <gasps> yeah. Well, once they get the right to vote, I just know I'm going to be inviting. Capitalism, I think, is technically like a free market where you exchange goods and services yeah. and also skill sets. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull a simplot and invest in vitamin B when we all have to become vegans once animals get the right to vote. Yeah. Oh, but that's smart. a good one. Because yeah. vegans can't produce their own vitamin B. They have to take a supplement. Otherwise, they become severely unhealthy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. So don't ever try to become a vegan without a And also, if that's incorrect, B. please put that in the comments because I've never heard that before. Really? No. Yeah, no, I you have to. Either. Yeah, you have to get vitamin B because you can't. It comes from meat mostly enough to be able to function. Hmm. Otherwise, you will slowly turn green because that's the color you changed into no. when you don't get enough vitamin B. No. All right. No. So we got our solution then. Please, yeah. please make sure you correct Chuck on that because I we didn't look that up and he's just flinging flinging that at us right now. So he can't let his head get too big. Exactly. So deflate his ego and say that he's wrong if he is. Actually please wrong. say that I'm wrong and do not buy. Vitamin B futures. Is that exchange something that you're <laughs> mercantile exchange? I don't think so. No. Vitamin B futures. I think all those no. vitamins and supplements are like in a different thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be driving um, over to GNC after this podcast <laughs> to just clear the shelves off. I'm pretty sure the shelf life on vitamin B is very long. Yeah. And when our animal overlords take over, I'll be doling it out to the human survivors. Awesome. All right. We got a new segment today. I'm yes. really excited about it. What is this new segment? Oh, well, yeah. Let's, uh, Zoe, would you like to read a joke from a hat? Yeah, but I thought I got a jingle. Let's do it. All right. Take a joke from a hat when you read it, I'll bet that you make someone laugh. It's a joke from a hat. And today's hat is a gray hat. It's a baseball cap. Wow. And so go ahead and take a joke from that. It's nice. It looks breathable. Yeah. Okay. What did the fedora say to the sombrero? Nothing. Hats can't talk. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, we will end our podcast. Thank you all for joining us. You can catch us weekly on Tuesdays uh, at LowerGentryStudios.com. And you can also catch us at our Lower Gentry Studios channel on YouTube. We have this podcast. We also have our web series available to stream. And we have upcoming feature films that you will be able to download and stream as well. So follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram, whatever's easiest. And continue to tune into this podcast. Thank you very much.